Chapter 2.1 The Parliament and the Empire It has been an argument that the rule in India or the territorial expansion in India was derived by sub-imperialism. It was not the pressure from the metropolis, rather it was the sub-imperialism that drove all these events. However, this is not completely true. The parliament was a party to it and a witness to all the things that was happening in India at that time. And uh, one more thing about that is, though the company was taking a lot of territorial inquisitions in India, despite the fact the company was in financial crisis. Hence, in 1773, the Regulating Act of 1773 was passed. And by the virtue of this Regulating Act of 1773, a board of control was established. Now, this board of control had a sway over the court of directors and uh, the Supreme Court was also proposed to be established. The governor was promoted to the, the Bengal governor was promoted to the governor general and which was to be assisted by a council of four. Now, post the Regulation Act of 1773, the Pitts India Act of 1784 was, uh, was passed. Now, the Pitts India Act was a way, uh, was in a way a moratorium on the much more territorial inquest, uh, much more territorial inquest. And uh, it reduced the council strength of the Viceroy's councils to three, and it gave much more powers to the Governor General. Post that, there was a Charter Act of 1793 where a universal civil law was formulated. This was also the time when. Uh, this was also the time when. Uh, the gradual Europeanization of the judicial system was happening. Also, in 1793, Lord Cornwallis introduced the separation of power, and also the permanent settlement was introduced by Lord Cornwallis. Following that, there was a Charter of 1813. The Charter of 1813 was a watershed in terms of Indian history. The Charter of 1813 because abolished um, the Indian monopoly of the EIC, the business of Indian monopoly of the EIC. It also allowed the entry of the Christian missionaries in India, and thus. Christian missionaries um, allowed to the spread of education. Following that, there was a Charter of 1833. The Charter of 1833 abolished the uh, China trade monopoly of the EIC. It also banned the uh, bonded labor. Furthermore, the Charter of 1833 said the Bengali Governor General would now be the Governor General of India. And uh, uh, also, a law member was constituted by Vice Council and Law Commission was set up to qualify the laws. After that, there was a Charter of 1853. Now, the Charter of 1853 was in turn an indication that the Parliament had a view that this East India Company cannot uh, prolong for a long time and ultimately, ultimately this has to be abolished and hence this Charter of 1853 was not renewed for another 20 years. Uh, uh, previously, all the charters like the Charter of 1793, Charter of 1813, Charter of 1833, all were happening after a periodic interval of 20 years. They were renewed for the next 20 years. However, Charter of 1853 did not uh, was not renewed for the next in uh, 20 years. The Charter of 1853, uh, what it did was, it set up a competition to ICS officers. Henceforth, there was an exam to be conducted for the induction of the ICS officers. Are Previously, it was through the nomination of the Court of Directors. Now, this was an open exam that was conducted in London for that power. And uh, that's it. That And after that, the revolt of 1857 happened. And the revolt of 1857 happened. The Government of India Act of 1858 was passed, in which Queen uh, Victoria was proclaimed as the Empress of India. And all the territories was her sovereign.